0: don't forgive people most times because they want to Mm. and it's not for that person it's for yourself you forgive them because if you keep holding on to like something somebody did to you you'll never get over it one and two it takes away from your happiness and there's so much sadness so much hate so much just negative energy in the world already I'd rather not introduce any extra into my being
1: Hey, this is Goshara, and you are listening to Undiscovered with the podcast. So, in this episode, I speak with Cheryl for some conduct. She's a family friend, and I've known her f- for years as a child. Um, and we talk about her defining moment, her making the decision to take responsibility for her life and her life choices. We also have a discussion about forgiveness, the act of forgiving, as well as. The messages that she wants to send her daughters as they go through this really difficult time of separation and divorce. Um, If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you've enjoyed the episode so far, then be sure to share with your friends and rate and subscribe. I hope you enjoy. So, what has been a defining moment in your life?
0: Okay, well, let's see. I am 39 last year. My husband and I separated. And it wasn't on good terms, but it made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. It's a different me than I would have been if I had still been with him Um, for the last nine years. I was a stay-at-home mom. I worked part-time, never worried about anything because, you know, I had a husband, didn't worry about how the bills were going to get paid. Even when we went through hard times, I never worried about anything. But that moment when he said he was leaving, and I asked when, and he said today, right now, Mm. um, was, I was at work. (laughs) He was actually dropping me off at work and told me that he would not be back that night, um, was the day I had to put on, like, so to speak, my big girl panties. And it was, okay, what are we going to do? There was no, who's going to pay rent? You're going to pay rent. Who's going to watch the kids? You're going to watch the kids. Who's taking the kids to school? You're taking the kids to school. There is no not worrying anymore with that day. But... As bad as it hurt, it made me realize that nothing's guaranteed, of course, but also that it's not the end of me. So it was a process to put on big girl panties. I was irresponsible for a minute because I didn't know what to do. I hadn't done it in 10 years Hmm. to have to worry about how to pay rent. I had to figure out how to pay rent. And when I couldn't pay rent, I had to make choices. And one of those choices was sending the kids to stay with my mom. I never wanted to be that stereotypical girl who's, let me say that, stereotypical black girl
2: mm-hmm. who
0: has her grandparents raising her kids, her aunts and uncles are raising her instead of her mom and her dad. Never wanted to be that woman who is still married and not divorced, but she's not with her husband and their kids stay somewhere else. So. Those moments were hard moments, but they were worth it. Um, I think the hardest part about these moments is that I don't have my kids. They do stay with my mom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I am that stereotypical black woman right now, but I am not the same. I have a full-time job. It may not be as glamorous as some other people's job, but it's a full-time job that pays bills. It pays rent. And... The kids are somewhere safe Yeah. until I can afford to do something different.
1: Wow. Well, first off, I'm so sorry. I, I hadn't talked to you and I had no idea. Um
0: that was good.
1: And that happened this past year?
0: Yes, last November 2016.
1: Wow. Well. It's right before Christmas. hmm Well, I guess through that experience, um, so far, since you're still kind of in it, you know, what has been the greatest, I guess, part of you that it's grown on a personal level?
0: I used to be really insecure about myself. I used to think that I couldn't make it if I didn't have somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like that anymore. I realize that I have my own strength and I'm not, I'm not as weak as I thought I was.
2: Mm.
0: You know, a lot of the time anybody that knows me knows I have like a heart condition and I've had like endometriosis, So I have a lot of problems health wise. And I've always thought that because of those problems, I couldn't work full time, couldn't work the way that I work right now. Yeah. And, It has been amazing to be able to say that, yes, I can work full-time, yes, I can work 80 hours a week and like kick butt at it, not just show up, but actually do it and do it well. But also to be able to not be depressed in that same thing. I used to be so sad hiding in little places you know, coping with it in different ways, and I don't have to do that anymore. I can honestly say that I don't have to drink or, you know, date somebody else to fill, like, that little void because I feel, like, so useless. I have my own confidence, my own strength in the things that I can do because I see that I can do them, and it's not me coping with it some other way, going, well, you know, I can't do this, so I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. I don't have that... 100% 100% or nothing anymore. I have that, okay, it was 80%, but hey, I showed up 80%. Mm-hmm. And if it was better than hiding in that corner with the 10%, than nothing at all. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I still got a ways to go, mm-hmm. and there's still progress to be made, but I didn't see myself being this strong at any point.
1: Wow, yeah. Um... On a, I guess my next question would be, um, you know, like forgiveness is really more about the person that does the forgiving as opposed to the person who is forgiven. Um, on your, are you on a path of forgiveness or have you gotten to a point where you can forgive?
0: I'm sorry, what was
1: that? I said, have you, um, have you started your path to forgiveness or are you at a place where you have forgiven already?
0: think it's forgiving because Mm -hmm. I played my part in everything Mm -hmm. and I I realized that I played my part in everything so the only thing the only person I honestly have to forgive is myself I made my choices and they weren't bad choices I mean I don't I don't regret those choices Jimmy Mm -hmm. is an awesome dad to Aubrey. And that's not his biological child. He still, he is an awesome dad to her. He is an awesome dad to Ariana. So, our relationship is always a work in progress. And I don't, I can't say that it's completely over. So, I can't say, forgiving him for leaving, I can't say that. We both played our part in that. Mm. And I honestly believe, well, I honestly know I was gone before he was gone. Mm. He just took the steps before I did. Mm. And I can't, I I don't like the way he did it, but I do forgive him for the way that he did it. Yeah. Because at the same time, I guess it's better to just go ahead and walk away and do it and not prolong the process. I guess I can understand that from a man's point of view, but from a woman's point of view, I probably would have made sure that, you know, things were taken care of and my kids were taken care of before I decided to do it.
2: hmm
1: Well, I guess I feel like the ability to forgive yourself and also to take responsibility for your actions and your life, that's, like, a huge, like, that's very, guess like, I think that's a very profound Thing that a person is able to do, do you think that comes with age, or do you think that comes with just experience or whatever?
0: it comes age? with, like, experience. You know, you, you see so many people hold grudges. And I'm a firm believer that that takes more away from you than it does from the other person.
2: Mm. Because nine times
0: out of ten, that person really doesn't care what they've done to you. And people have done so much to me in the name of their own satisfaction that I feel like I can't control what you do.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: All I can do is control how I react. And it's better for you to react with forgiveness and being understanding than for me to be angry. Me being angry isn't going to make you sorry for what you did.
2: Mm.
0: And that's not really age. That's just... that's. I mean, honestly, that's God because it can't be anything else other than that. Because there's no human attribute that we can say that we created on our own to explain why we forgive people. That's an innate, like, I don't know how to explain it, but people don't forgive people most times because they want to. Mm. And it's not for that person. It's for yourself. You forgive them because if you keep holding on to like something, somebody did to you, you'll never get over it. One. And two, it takes away from your happiness. And there's so much sadness, so much hate, so much just negative energy in the world already, I'd rather not introduce any extra into my being.
2: Yeah.
1: Hmm, that's good. Um I guess in talking about shifting to like your daughters through this experience, what would you like to I guess in the future, because your children are still, I don't know, I guess one of them is like my sister's age, which is crazy to think my sister's turning 15 this year, but yeah, I guess what, um, um,
0: you know, my girls know that I love them. They know that their dad and I love them. They know that we are here no matter what, mm -hmm. whether or not we are together, but that was also a process. It was hey, by the way, you're going to go stay with your grandma and I'm not going to be staying there. But it's not because I don't want to and it's not because I don't love you. It's because it's what's best.
2: Mm. And
0: explaining to an 8-year-old and a 13-year-old that you know what's best is that you're not with your parents is hard. It was one of the, still is, the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. Mm. But at the same time, you have to be an adult and say what's best. Is what's best, and it's going to hurt. It's not going to be easy. It's never easy to tell your child that they're not going to see you every day. They may not talk to you every day. You're not walking them to the bus stop. You're not doing the things that you've done for the last 13 years. Aubrey's my oldest, and I used to take her to work with me because that's how protective I am of her. So not having those options, not being able to walk her to the bus stop, not talking to her every day when she has a bad day, not being able to see their faces every day. My youngest, I I was room mom. I was everything. They used to see me at the school. They thought I worked there. And <laughs> not being able to do that now because I have to work full time. I have to figure out a place for us to stay. I've got to figure out the future for us. is really hard because it's hard to explain to them why it has to be that way.
2: Mm. And then seeing your husband and knowing that's your husband, but that's not your husband, is hard. Yeah.
0: I could. I could have, Cause nobody, nobody stands before the preacher and says those vows and then thinks like, "Hey, ten years from now, this is not going to be."
1: Yeah. What would you like your daughters to learn from this, like as they grow into women? I mean, I, I think, hope
0: that they understand that this isn't their defining moment; it's mine. Right. I hope they know that just because this didn't work out with me and their dad, that it doesn't mean that it won't work out with whoever they fall in love with. And that it is worth the risk. I can, I, I'm not, I never regret the day I marry him. I never regret the day that I, I mean, I met him. I tell him on our anniversary, the last year I told him, I said, I don't regret a day that I spent with you. Not one day. Not even the days that we were at our worst. I don't regret those days. I'm happy for those days. I had those days with you. I still love you. I mean, I didn't marry you thinking, I mean, you don't fall out of love with somebody. I hope they know that. Like, just because you're not with somebody doesn't mean you don't love them.
1: Yeah.
0: It may not be the best for you. I hope you know that it doesn't end you, though. I hope that they learn that, that you can still survive without somebody. It's gonna hurt. I mean, it hurts like hell. Everybody knows that. But I hope they know that it's not the end of you. That you can still be a strong woman without a man you can still be a queen without a king but it's nice if you have that king but please don't let you know what happened to me or what happened to us define whether or not you move forward with whoever it is that you fall in love with my mom and my dad did not work out I didn't let that stop me from anything I don't blame them for anything and I hope that they don't think that it's a pattern just because your grandparents and your parents aren't together it doesn't mean that it does it's not going to work out for you yeah but even if it doesn't I hope you find the strength to like move on
1: yeah that's powerful um as far as self-care how have you cared for yourself on a personal level what was that On a level, like, in terms of self-care, how have you, like, cared for yourself through this time?
0: You know, I kind of, um, I don't, I'm not by myself. I have really good friends that, you know, remind me who I am Mm.
2: and
0: remind me that I'm not that old Cheryl that would be, you know, so sad that I'd hide in that little box. They wouldn't see me for weeks, months, whatever it is. They remind me that I'm not that person anymore. I don't go out. I don't club. I don't date, do all that stuff, try to forget that things have happened. I remind myself of the things that have happened, and I remind myself that, you know, I'm still stronger today, but also that I survived. I didn't die (laughs) Not worse off than I was. Mm -hmm. Things are not the same, but at the same time, hey, I'm, I mean, I made it. I make sure that I do things that are positive instead of worrying about the negative. Mm-hmm. And things that I didn't think about before, I think about now, like making sure I take, you know, whatever medicine the doctor prescribes instead of being like, well, you know, it's probably gonna be all right. I do better at those things. I also read my Bible a little bit more, obviously and do the bible study do things that'll create positive things instead of the negative try not to introduce myself into things that are basically coping mechanisms instead of something that's actually going to help me heal
1: yeah um looking forward um what are your hopes for as you move forward You know what, right now, one
0: thing that I really hope to do is to move into my own place. But with that being said, I want it to be somewhere stable for the girls. I don't want them to move with me and then have to tell them that I can't afford it, I can't do this, I can't do that. So Mm -hmm. my only future goal right now is to be the best at being... A single not a single mom because I'm not single I'm still married but being a mom on her own mm-hmm. and being good at it not being that that woman you see on TV where it's like a it's a sitcom every day yeah I want them to be stable that's all I want and if it's not with me at the moment then it's not with me at the moment but that's my only goal to have somewhere where they can come And be with their mom. And just be with their mom. Mm -hmm. And see that. It's it's not a good thing. (laughs) To get separated from your husband. But you do survive that. But I don't want to be. The cliche. Mom where. You know you come to your mom's house. And she talks bad about your dad. And they don't really have a safe haven. For anywhere. It's like you go here. And somebody's got something to say. So. I guess my goal right now is just to be able to not rely on anybody except for God and myself to build the next home for my girl.
1: Hmm. That's great. Well, those are all my questions. I didn't really have anything else. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's really heavy stuff. I just had no idea. Um, Obviously, I I didn't expect like
0: right now, but like I said, it's made me stronger for who I am. I I was I would never have thought that I could come this far in such a short period of time. I've been weak for forever, just always you know sick or something else, and it kind of got to that point where I felt I had no control over anything,
2: Mm.
0: no. No, I don't know that little thing that's in the back of your mind that says that yeah, it's bad, but you're gonna make it. Yeah, I've never had that. I've always been like, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. But this has made me realize that it's not the end of the world. I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna not make it. It's gonna be okay. Mm. And it is hard wake up every morning knowing that i don't have my girls with me and i'm not married i mean i'm married but you know what i'm saying i'm yeah. not married and it is hard but it's also worth it hmm. i think we're all different people now we're a little bit stronger than we were
1: yeah um i guess one of my questions is you said that you've always been weak i guess You don't just mean, like, on a physical level, but, like, on a, like, personal level. Where do you think that comes from?
0: Um... You know what? I don't know. (laughs) I can't explain it. It's kind of like... It's just something that, I guess, was dormant, and it's just not dormant anymore. Hmm. Lots of things happen. I mean... Anybody that knows me and knows, like, my story knows that lots of things have happened to me. Lots and lots of things. I've been betrayed I don't know how many times. But Mm -hmm. I never hold grudges. I'm never mad about stuff like that. I'm the kind of person that always tries to figure out why you did what you did instead of figuring out what I did to make you do what you did. Yeah. I try to figure out what, what empty part of you made you do whatever it is because I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna hate anybody.
1: Yeah.
0: And I never want them to feel like I feel. So I'll never do something petty like get back at you because I don't want you to feel like I feel. I mean, I feel like crap when you do stuff like that. I would never want anybody else to feel like that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I also realize that every little test like that is a test. A lady told me one time, she said, character is who you are when nobody is looking. And so I try to practice that. I try not to let little things get to me, but to be stronger for the test, I guess. Mm -hmm. Instead of being weaker, it's easy to be weak. And weak is being mad, being angry, being bitter, being resentful about the things that life has thrown at you, but God didn't put them in your place for no reason.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Definitely appreciate you telling your story.
0: I appreciate you taking my story. (laughs) It actually helped me a lot. Really? I don't talk about it. I don't talk about it because we can't talk about it to everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: But if you use it and it helps somebody, then I'm happy.
1: Well, I I mean, it's helped me I've never gone through the situation that you're going through. But that's the idea that it is possible to take responsibility for your life and for your actions. And that you can, you know, pull yourself up and make it even if, you know, before you didn't think that you could. Like, that's very powerful. And a lot of people don't have that kind of within them or have never really learned that lesson. A lot of people, when
0: they get separated or divorced, they blame the other person. I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, those are the only stories I've ever heard of, of blaming the other person. Nine
0: times out of ten, it's it's both of you. It's not one person. And I take full responsibility for the things that I've done. And I've done some things that, you know, weren't best for our relationship, just like he has.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's easier when you take responsibility for those actions than if you lie and tell yourself, well, you know, it's his fault, he did this, this, that, and the other I, I can't say that. I don't I don't know his side. Yeah. I know who I married and I know that who I married wouldn't just walk away if he didn't feel like it was over.
2: Yeah.
0: And he knows that who he married wouldn't have walked away if she didn't feel like it was over. So we both know it had to have been something. Yeah. And we walked away before we started hating each other, and that was better than us walking away hating each other. Mm. Yeah. Nobody wants to walk away when you feel like you can't stand somebody. Yeah. So I'd rather him have done it the way that he did it than walk away hating me.
1: Do y'all still communicate? This is just like my question.
0: Yeah, we still talk. We talk every day. Okay. We go places together with the kids. It was a process. Like I guess, but we do stuff together with the kids. We went and played dodgeball with the kids at the park. We went to the battleship. We've gone out to dinner for the kids' birthday. We get together every other week with the girls and do something together. Even if it's just going to McDonald's and hanging out somewhere, we do something.
1: That's that's really amazing. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of it's, that before. You know, it's
0: um, it was it wasn't easy at first. He was still really angry when we separated. From some of the things that happened, but I stayed true to what I said. I I tell him all the time. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to fight. I don't want to be that typical black family that broke up and you can't talk to me. You can't speak to me. His parents are like that. I'm not like that.
2: Mm.
0: I still call and check on his mom. I can't call her, but I call him and check on her. She has cancer. I ask if they need anything from the grocery store. I still buy groceries if they need groceries. I don't act that way because, like I said, I don't want my girls growing up thinking just because you're not with somebody doesn't mean you don't love them. Yeah. You love somebody most when you let them go mm. because you know that that's what's best. Nobody wants to spend their life with somebody just because we're married and be bitter at them or resentful all the time.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, can I ask you one more question? Of course. Um, What what does happiness and contentment mean to you?
0: What was that? She has the radio on.
1: What does um, happiness and contentment mean to you?
0: My happiness and contentment? I don't know. It's kind of like not not worrying what tomorrow is going to be. Mm. like being happy with today like today has gone good like nothing bad has happened I got food paid my rent my car is paid for she may be cheap but she is paid for not worrying about whether or not the girls will understand years from now that this was what was best my contentment is when my daughter calls me and says mom I got a question how do you think I should handle this?
2: Mm.
0: Or knowing that she can still call me and she's, she still relies on me for her day to day advice that she isn't asking somebody else. She's asking me that she knows I'm still her mom. Yeah. My little one calls me and tells me about little stuff that happened on the playground (laughs) or what happened on the bus. That's my contentment. It's not, having a bunch of money, having nice clothes, having nice cars, or whatever it is, is knowing that my kids still know that I love them.
2: Mm.
0: And that they didn't, they never thought that I didn't love them. I was trying to think, of we talk, like, me and my friend that I stay with now, mm-hmm. like, we talk about things, and you ask me what keeps me, like, she keeps me grounded because I can talk to her about stuff that I don't talk to anybody else about. Mm. Like, the five miscarriages that I had in the times that my husband, like, left me and was like, I gotta go to work. You know, I can't stay at the hospital with you. And it's, like, the lowest point in my life. Like, you feel less than a woman when you can't have, give your husband kids and it's, like, the only thing that he wants. Mm. And we talk about stuff like that. That's what keeps me from going back to those bad places is stuff like that. Like, I can talk to her about it and she just listens. She doesn't give me advice. She doesn't Say how I can fix it. She just listened. And those are the kinds of things that I didn't have when I was with him. It was different. I couldn't, I didn't want to talk about it or I wouldn't mm. talk about it. But she is one of the few people that will be like, look, whatever it is, we can talk about it. Just get it out. You know, spit it out. And she doesn't judge what I do or what I did to cope with it. She's just like, okay, well, let's talk about it. What? Yeah. And, like, you just feel really bad when you know you can't have kids and blah, blah, blah. And she's just, like, she just listens.
1: That's a blessing to have a friend like that, you know.
0: It is. And it's different because we can fuss, but at the end of the day, we're both the same when it comes to stuff like that. It's like we can fuss and then five minutes later we are like, do you want to go to Waffle House? <laughs> I can't believe you did such that. It's like, hey, I'm so hungry. I know, right? I'm hungry, too. Do you want to go get something to eat? Yes, let's go get something to eat. Like, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Let's just go. Those are the kinds of things that keep me from, you know, being in toxic <laughs> kinds of environments.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a key, you know, to whether heal or to progress in life, to, like, remove the tox, the toxicity from your life. Yeah.
0: It is, but you never want to be bitter about stuff. Yeah, When stuff doesn't work out, whether or not it's a friendship, it's a whatever it is. You never want it to be one of those things where you resent somebody or you're just so bitter at it that you just don't know what to do with it. Mm. That always breeds into something else.
1: I never thought of it that way. It does breed into something else.
0: It does. it It eats at your character and it eats at your happiness. You ever think about when you think about how somebody did you wrong and you plot and plan how you can make their life as miserable as yours is, how much time that takes away from what you could be doing? Yeah. We do stuff like when we get mad or do stuff like that, you know, we do, we go stargazing. Really? else like, the last time we had, like, I was just like, I'm so sick of this. I don't even know what to do. She's like, let's go to the beach. We slept on the beach, woke up in the middle of the night and went stargazing. Figured out what constellations were what constellations. We don't spend time being angry. And when we came back, I was like, you know what? I called. I was like, hey, how's your mom? Do you need any groceries from the store? Wow. Because every other moment that I spend hating you, or not hating you, but disliking you, resenting you, or whatever it is, just take it away from me being happy. I could have spent that moment doing something else. Figuring out what kind of Thai food I can buy on a budget.
1: Stargazing, though. <laughs> you I love
0: had stargazing. me. You We're had me the there. Time. Like, let's drive. We'll just go somewhere. We download the app, and we'll just go somewhere where it's clear.
1: How do you find a friend like that?
0: It's, a, it's an app. It's um. No, I I'm saying
1: I'm saying how do you find a friend that wonderful.
0: Like, I don't know. (laughs) We met through one of my friends that I'm actually, I do not even associate with anymore. But it is my best friend of 35, yeah, 35, 30, 30 years. I was friends with her, best friends with her for 30 years. And when I separated from Jimmy, we stopped being friends. She felt like it was my fault that I was not married, but whatever. Um, Oh, wow. And it's her sister-in-law. Her sister-in-law is actually now divorced from her brother, but that's, um, we, when we met, didn't think that we'd be friends. Mm-hmm. We were just different. She's very girly. She loves makeup. She loves all those things. And I'm very tomboyish. If we go anywhere, it's me and my jogging pants and my sweatshirt, and she's got on like a full outfit with full makeup. <laughs> but when it comes to stuff like that, we're just like... I was like, Sherry, look at this little thing. She's like, what is it? I'm like, you can see the stars. You can see what constellations. She's like, how cool is that? But we're also those people that stay up all night listening to music. Last night, if you look at the post, we stayed up half the night coloring in a coloring book. It's like small stuff. It's people that don't want to go to the club, don't want to go out all the time. But she's also that girl when I wanted to have an anime party was... <laughs> help me find my lashes and figure out how to make anime eyes. (laughs) But that is, those are the kinds of people that I like. Like I wanted to have, I think we had a burlesque party last. She's the girl that brought down the stripper pole because this is, is, but help me dress up. I mean, because that's what girls do when you have those kinds of girlfriends. But, So many girls these days are so concerned about boys and whatever else it is that it's not, we don't talk about being divorced. We don't talk about being, you know, that not having that happy ending in that way. We talk about what we can do to make it positive right now. Yeah. So that's how you find those people. It's not not necessarily that you found them and they just, they come across your path. I don't even know how to explain it.
1: I feel like I understand. I've got a friend. My friend Tara is like that for me.
0: It's just different. Yeah. When you run across that person and you're like, you know what? They just crappy They're like, get out of your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> just like, suck it up. Let's go eat or go do something. We never let each other, like, get down that way. Hmm.
1: Well, she's definitely one that you should keep for forever because those kind of friends don't come along often. you know,
0: the reason I can stay here is because she's divorced and she got the house, one of the houses. So she moved into this one and she had upstairs. So I was like, how about I rent upstairs instead of me trying to find, you know, an apartment that I can't afford. Yeah. Being that I'm just now figuring out how to work full time and it just worked that way.
1: That's definitely a blessing.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. And it's different, but still, not earlier early. I'm like, I gotta find my own space, but it's going to be different. Yeah. Being lonely alone is one thing. I can be alone. I don't like being lonely. Mm-hmm. I said, so when I move to my new place, it's going to be different because there, there won't be anybody there.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, since I've been separated, there's always been somebody there because I stayed with somebody, but it's going to be different waking up knowing that my kids aren't there. My husband isn't there, and that this is my life now. Yeah. That'll probably be my next defining moment. Moving. Because there won't be somebody there in the morning going, It's going to be fine today. <laughs> it's only going to be me telling myself, It's going to be fine today.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well,
0: that- so that future.
1: Well, you will have to. Well, I'll probably follow up with you, and see how you're doing oh, in a few you. months, because I feel like you'll be even, you know, have progressed even more, you know. So I'm excited.
2: Yeah.
1: And even though well, I thank you, you're welcome. I feel like you know, even I was ha- I've had I do these interviews all the time, not on like this specific topic, but just on different projects I work on. And mm-hmm. um, I was talking to this older man. He's like, you know, seventy seven. And he was saying, you know, life doesn't always turn out the way that you think it will. And there's always going to be a bunch of new beginnings that you, you know, are unexpected. Yep. Um, But he gave me a lot of hope, you know, that you'll figure it out. It just.
0: And that's like the good thing about stuff like that. I love talking to old people. We went to the barbershop where I get my hair cut. And there's like older people there. There's like the barbershop is always a wonderful place. Because there are so many different people that come in. Like, there are so many different kinds of people that come in. And it's, it's like a judgment-free zone when you can just talk about what happened that day. Mm-hmm. Or just stuff in general. So you have older people that can give you, like, that wisdom of what happened to them and how you can apply it to, like, today. But you also have those younger people that can tell the older people, like, hey, you know what? It may be that season right now. But I can say that, you know, a younger person not necessarily has been through less than an older person. There, I know so many old people who have never had to go through anything. Mm. And then you have, like, these young people who's like, okay, my brother got shot, he died, you know, my mom's on drugs, like, this, that, and the other. Yeah. But it's one of those places where you can hear those stories and, like, actually listen to, like, the pain that somebody goes through, but also take away how they dealt with it. And all of it isn't bad. Like every dude that you meet with saggy pants is not a drug dealer. Yeah. And every girl you meet with tight clothes on isn't necessarily a tramp. Maybe she's just trying, she wants attention because she doesn't get it anywhere else.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: But I like those kinds of things. I like talking to those kinds of people. My friend that I talk about downstairs, she's nuts. But she has a habit. If she sees a girl on the, you know, walking or whatever, and she's got on less than she probably should at her age, Going down the window going, do you know that you're a queen? Don't let anybody tell you anything other than that. You're a queen. Drink like a queen. And mm-hmm. she doesn't do it out of, you know, getting recognition for anything. She does it because she wants to remind them we don't have to act like that. We've been through hell and back. Her and I could tell a few stories of crap that people have done. Mm-hmm. Being molested, being raped, all those things, but we still try To make sure the next girl doesn't have to do that. And that they never put themselves in the situations that we have by reminding them that they don't have to be like that to get attention. Yeah. But that's what I want my girls to do. I want them to be strong enough to be able to do those things. Not be worried about what some boy thinks about you tomorrow. I mean, of course it's going to happen because they're teenagers. My daughter is a teenager. I get those calls (laughs) all the time. She's like, mommy. Mommy. He's so cute, but I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Like, I gotta have this conversation. <laughs> like, I had my first boyfriend when I got out of high school. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm gonna try to not tell you my advice. Because my advice is oh, honey, you don't want mommy's advice. <laughs>